All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, it was a joke, so lighten up, Francis. But second of all, in certain circumstances, Mayor Jacob Fry is right. When people who have the ability to come downtown to an office don't, when they stay home sitting on their couch with their nasty cat blanket diddling on their laptop, if they do that for a few months, you become a loser. That was yesterday, Jacob Fry. Oh, I'm diddling. At I'm the, diddling. Well, be careful there. He was at the, uh, the, that was at the Armory talking to the Minneapolis Downtown Council. And boy, the Twitter exploded over Mayor Fry calling us losers for staying home and working. And again, again we face this all the time. This is radio. We do being called losers. Yes, both, every day. Both. We and are pe- called losers. Yes, and, and people not getting the joke. It's a joke, and people get so bent out of shape, as was the case yesterday. You know, if there would have been video of this, or if uh, at, uh, I think it was Nick Halter from Axios tweeted about it, mm-hmm. people just lost their minds. Oh, you can't call oh, me a loser. I, lost I work from home. It's a, I'm, I'm, give me a break. First of all, and in some circumstances, I'm sorry, you are. If you're not coming hey, back hey, down. Hey, I'm not a loser. Hey, well, that remains to be seen. Okay. But I, he's got a point in that, you know what, if you stay home, I mean, I, again, we have this debate all the time, work from home. Yes. Comp- and it's not just workers who are demanding they stay home. Guess what? Companies want you to stay home too, because they don't have to pay for office space then. So it's both mm-hmm. ways, but he's got a point in cer- certain circumstances. Some people abuse that system, but the overall mm-hmm. arching point here, lighten up. Okay. And I'm, I don't defend the mayor all the time, but give me a break. It was a, an attempt at humor, and we lose our minds. And we it provides us for reasons. If we already had problems with Jacob Fry, we can say, uh, see this? I mean, I saw people saying, oh, the mayor who right. supports genocide, who supports genocide is also. Ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Give me a break. It's just so ridiculous. But I also get his point. Again, I'm happy to be a loser three days a week. That's fine. Um I see his point, though. I think we all do have a bit of a responsibility. Yes. If we want to revitalize downtown, if we want the businesses there to be available when we want them, whenever we want to go. Sure, I get it. I I, I think they could help us out. I think some cheaper parking could help people out. I think maybe the extra downtown tax on food, you know, how a cup of caribou coffee costs more downtown than it does you know, out in St. Louis Park yeah. or in Egan or what have you. Well, that's market driven and it should drop. If, if there are few people, yeah. then those prices absolutely should drop, as should that's parking. Right. Like, I don't think the parking spots have hardly changed in prices from the start of the pandemic. It's like, are you kidding me? Really? You're still charging mm-hmm. that much for parking? So you're right. right. It isn't easy at all. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy. And I think, you know, despite this silly comment and all of the, those things, you know, I do think that if it were, um, 
a little bit less expensive to come downtown, a little bit easier, I think more people would do it. And I'm not saying mandate. You know, Target nope. did not mandate this for their employees. Uh, some of the big employees down to, employers downtown, I know some of the financial institutions do require people to come. Others don't. But um, I do think we, all the ones of us who work downtown, have a bit of a responsibility. And my boss said to me, Jor, we want you coming downtown. And I said, okay, I can do you know, for my health, I could do two days a week. I get tired, whatever. Uh, that's just me. But e- even if I wasn't sick, I think I would still want to work from home a little bit because I like it. I like it. And um, I do too. I, but, I you think, know, but you know yeah. what? I'm going to just for your health. I understand that. But like, I would yeah, much I rather have you here every day of the week because it's just it's yeah. so much different and it's so much better, I think. Um, but I totally get it. Obviously, you have a certain mm-hmm. circumstance. That's why I'm saying it's not for. And Target trusts us. It's not like Target is begging people to come back down. They're like, no, we're selling our office space. We're auctioning off all stuff because this is great because we don't have to pay for the space. So it's not like Mm -hmm. this is only on the workers. No, it's not. It's totally the companies too. But like I said, in certain circumstances, I think you can admit that, you know what? I'm staying home because I like the convenience and the easiness of staying home. And I like to work in my pajamas. Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. But sometimes... It's good to be in the office, and it's good to mm-hmm. b- interact with your coworkers. Again, yes. in certain circumstances, it's not for everybody. If you're a numbers cruncher and you don't need to deal with people, fine, mm-hmm. stay home. That's all right. But I just think in certain circumstances, um, it's worth it to come back downtown a little bit. I I agree with that. I think employers have to make concessions also if they want people to come downtown. I think you need to have a, a little bit of a give and take. And I also think downtown needs to make it more hospitable. Maybe, you know, cheaper parking on the parking app or free parking one or two days. Or I, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. But if you want us to come downtown, um, make it a little more hospitable. But people were pushing back in this conversation. And I was even reading in the comments mm-hmm. of Mayor Fry's story. Again, many of them were not nice. You should never read the comments. But they were saying why would we come downtown? Remote work is fabulous. We can live in Minnesota if they want to live in Minnesota and work somewhere that might pay them more. You know, if you have a job that is based in New York or California, or if you have a set of skills that is, you know, you can get a better paying job that wasn't, you know, working downtown or physically in the space and you and they allow you to work remotely and still live here. I totally get that. You know, if you want to work for a different company, and that is a reality these days. There are companies all over the country that are looking for employees. We know this. Employees are good. Employees are hard to come by. We're hearing that from all many, many, many employers. And if you're on LinkedIn or you get another job that's in a different state and they Mm -hmm. say, yeah, come work for us. We'll pay you more and you can stay there. I totally understand why people want to do that. And it's a little different if you work for a company that's based downtown, like us. You know, we could be coming downtown or Target or what have you. But if people find better jobs that are out of state, all the power to you, friends. I understand you've got to look out for number one. And my argument is not just for downtown. And my argument is wherever you are. If you're working remotely, no matter where your office is, and you decide, well, I'm just going to stay home because I don't want to go into the office, it Again, you might have that ability, and certainly the workforce is tilted in your favor, so you have that leverage. Right. But I think you also, as an employee, have a responsibility at some point to say, you know what, being on site, being with other people, at least for a little bit, 
is part of this job as well and part of why I get paid to interact with people. Again, not all jobs are like that. You don't need that, but there are jobs where you do. And we're getting texts now like, so oh, it's, once it's mm-hmm. safe, I'll come back downtown. Come on. Oh, come on. That's, what, safe. that's what Please. I'm saying. If during the day, if unless you're working in the middle of the night and the if, in the outside skirts of downtown, that safety argument doesn't hold water right now. No. It's, there's no, I walk around downtown by myself all right. the time when I'm there. Exactly. Yeah, so, and I, I, uh, you're using that as an excuse, and that's mm-hmm. just not reality. You can say, okay, if you've never been downtown and you just read a couple of headlines from certain uh, crime stories that maybe didn't even happen downtown, you're, you're projecting that upon something that just not is, is not existing right now. So the, the safety okay. argument, Monday through Friday during business hours, does not hold water. Totally agree. Uh, let's see. Every leader has tried to get people to come downtown. This texter says, yeah, will you make it safe. I get it. Uh, stop pushing people to come to the office, this texter says, and mind your business. I quit my last job because uh, you you live oh, – hold on one sec. I'm sorry. It just – it does – you know, it kind of – yeah. do you see what yep, I'm reading? I quit my last job because tried to have me come in. Now I'm back to 100% remote. We couldn't hire good people because of hybrid. I'm saving drive time and able to get oh. my work done. Yeah, so there you go. Again, I empathize with the worker that wants to stay home and get their work done. I totally get it. I love being home. I would love to be home all the time, but I my work also is interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. So I get to have my meetings with David and Adam, and I get to interact with them, and I get to be in studio, especially if we have guests there. So I don't have a problem coming in as long as it's a limited time. Because, But I got to be honest, guys, by yesterday afternoon... We've had right. two full days of work. You and I have had meetings both mm-hmm. after work, both days. We had to perform like, oh, yesterday. <laughs> we yeah, had to get up on home. stage and perform yesterday. We didn't even know we had to. It's kind of a, For I, great I would have wrote, wrote a better jokes. Would have wrote some better jokes, like like Jacob. I do find it funny though because he's <laughs> like, Jacob. and uh, he, they start to read an article. You know, everybody's reaching out to him. Oh, did you call us? He's like, it was a joke, and and I totally agree with him. Now, was it delivered in a perfect way? No, but that's. When you try comedy, sometimes it falls flat. And I love Adam Dunnick, who is the chair of the Met Council. They asked him about it. I think he was just trying to make a joke, Dunnick said. It was met with mixed results, but it, oh. but an attempt at humor was made. But you never want to hear that review if you're a comedian. Like, I think it was a joke, but an attempt at yeah. humor at least was made. <laughs> All right. People feel strongly about this, and I get it. And no one here is calling you a loser. And by the way, Mayor Fry wasn't either. Thank you, Adam, for clearing that up. I'm kind of calling uh, people uh, losers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I'll own it. Friends, I work from home also. If you want to be in the loser camp with me, we'll take it. Us, We and our cat blankets and our dog <laughs> beds and our, our lunches from our spouses, we'll take it. We will take it. Um, when we get back, I want to talk about our Zoom mistakes because apparently I am doing one of the things that you're never supposed to be doing. I'm doing it right now that you're never supposed to be doing on a Zoom call because I am remote today. I'm working from home. I'm being a loser. Find out what I'm doing right now that everybody says I should not be doing on Zoom. Next. When I am remote, which I am today, which I will defend forever. If you're remote, you're not a loser. You're okay. Eh. There are... (laughs) (laughs) Not you. Talking about the other. There is a study, an actual study, not like the one the mayor made up about us being losers. (laughs) There's an actual study about which behaviors Americans say are never 
acceptable during virtual meetings. And guys, being in your pajamas and gals. is one of them. Yeah, being in your pajamas. Uh, okay, I will say what are you that wearing six, right now? Six percent of Americans say this is acceptable, and I think I would be one of those six percent. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna say everybody thinks it's unacceptable. Six percent say it's okay. You guys, I'm currently in my pajamas. That's really low. I'm surprised that only six percent say it's it's acceptable. Yeah, I am in. My, and remember, like I'm not wearing an. Also, I'm not wearing a negligee to bed. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a, in like a, a teddy, nightie. A teddy? <laughs> right. <laughs> a teddy and a, and a thong. Mark, let's go, Mark. Step <laughs> up, Mark. I mean, we got, we've got Valentine's Day is less than a week away, Mark. It's time to... I love that term. My pajamas are like... No. Why do we call like it long a, johns. Why do we call it a teddy, by the way? What's, what's with the know. teddy? But I don't wear makeup for you guys on our Zoom meetings. I don't put in my contacts. Usually my hair is crazy. I actually brushed it, you know, when I came into the studio. So there are certain behaviors that people say are never acceptable or, or very few Americans say are acceptable. Like, for example, and, and you guys jump in. Yeah. What is the worst behavior you have seen on a Zoom meeting with from somebody working from home? Six five one four six one nine two two six, and you guys can feel free to share with me. Thank God you're not going to say the worst breath because you can't smell my breath that I haven't brushed yet. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. So again, uh, that I, I've been in the bed since I get on the air with you because I need to rest and get and get before I get on the air with you. You don't even so brush have, your teeth. Sorry, I don't. I, that, I don't. Mic, I, I do when I come into the office, but of I haven't brushed them yet. That mic, that so, mic screen must smell awful. I know, must stink. I know. But again, I'm how can you? That might be so the I new topic. How can you go like more than right. five minutes after without, getting out of bed without brushing your and teeth? I've got bad, I don't have the greatest teeth, but I'm brushing my teeth. Because I didn't get first in, out of bed. <laughs> I just got out of bed. Jeez. No, I don't. No. Wow. No, I okay. take my pills. I drink my water. I drink some coffee. Because, yeah, you don't want to brush your teeth before the coffee. Explains why Mark stays away from coffee the morning. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe you'd get more teddies uh, as <laughs> gifts. <laughs> we are off topic a little. What is not acceptable during a virtual work meeting? If you're at home or somebody's at home, what do you not want to see your team members doing? Uh, how about they, How about having the TV on behind you? Well, Seventy-seven percent say that is never acceptable in any meeting. So we have TVs on in the studio, right? But they're they're not. And the sound isn't on. I'm wondering if the, that, that must mean Correct. a TV on with sound is not acceptable. And these are probably people who work in regular jobs, real jobs, not like you and me who pretend and talk on the radio and don't have a real job. And you know, we work in news or talk, <laughs> so it's a fake job. Uh, so yes, we have like news on. We have CNN. We have the other news channels on in the studio. And it, when I got to be honest, when there's breaking news, if when I'm home, I will put sure. like CNN or yep. Fox, or I'll, I'll put some news on just so I'm on, up to date because Twitter's useless to me uh, when it comes to breaking news. I'm also not acceptable in a meeting vaping or smoking. Uh, of of course, like who's doing that? Who is vaping? In a work meeting. Oh, I think there's plenty of people who vape, sneak really? a vape in. Oh, sure. Okay. I've never seen that yet. Drinking an alcoholic drink. I've done this. Uh, David, when Paul and I were up at his cabin uh, doing the show from there, we both like, took a vacation. We were up there. Yeah. We would have okay, at, that, at the end of the uh, It was, it was three, the afternoon six. show. Right. It was, it was yeah. The, it was 530. We were like doing the happy hour. You know what? We, I'll, I'll admit to this too. Like during the pandemic yes. when it was everything was locked down okay. and I was still here. I was 
I would do the 6 o'clock news. That would be the end of my shift. I'd do the, uh, the drive time news at 6 or 6.30. And sometimes, because the office was empty, I would uh, crack a beer and have go. a beer at the very end of the news. And uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember this moment when you were up at the cabin a while ago. You have any open wine? <laughs> <laughs> we're on the air. Did you get that, DJ? <laughs> that wasn't a break. That really happened. Do you have any open wines? Why does it only have to be open? Crack a new bottle, Paul. Let's go, right? money bags. Open another, Give open a vintage. Let's go. That so happens. That is so true. How about this one? Here's David a good one. Was laughing. Texter, enough with the vermin on screen. I don't care about your cats and dogs. Oh, facts. Facts. Yes. We, and that's one of the things that's not acceptable. Um, having an, a, your animal, your pet. Uh, first of all, some say it's not even acceptable to have a pet in the room. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's fine. But they say like having a pet sit on your lap or having a child sit on your lap. Yeah. I'm, yeah. The kids one is like, get no, it's not cute. It's not. Your kid is right. disrupting it. You and need like, to work. There was like, there's been mm-hmm. a, like that was a thing for a while with these athletes doing the postgame press conferences where they'd go up on the, the dais and, you know, uh, you know, answer questions and suddenly their kids would come up and then their kids would grab the microphone, you know. Oh that was cute God. the first time. And then add the second one, nope, we're done with that. So, no, having your kids around, no. that See, that's why. I agree. That's back to the mm-hmm. argument of homework, okay? That's yes. why it isn't ideal sometimes because you do have those other responsibilities and they mm-hmm. interfere sometimes. Mm-hmm. They do. They're distracting. Mm-hmm. You have to train your children to know when you're in commercial break so they only come in during the commercial break. Or put them in a and dog kennel. Put them in a dog Let kennel. me tell you, I had them trained when they were little because I used to even work from home when I did my night show. But now the kids walk in whenever yeah. they want. They know to be quiet at least <laughs> until I do hit a commercial break. But, you know, they're older. Texter just said, this is human resources. Please check in after the show regarding the <laughs> use of alcohol on the clock. That's so true. Thank God Brad's on vacation or we'd both be screwed. (laughs) We'd get demerits. You know, this texture wrote, had a Zoom call with my realtor and she had half empty liquor bottles around her. I don't think she knew the video was on. Okay, so this brings me to another story. (sighs) This made national news. When there was, and tell me if you remember this story. There was a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, I'm not sure which one, at Bethel Synagogue, our local synagogue. And it was during COVID. So there was only video. They weren't having services. So everyone invited to the bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah got a link. And there was a couple who during the mitzvah, during the service, you know, that they had on the Zoom, started having sex. My God. Now, was this a morning ceremony? Yes. Oh. Mitzvahs are Saturday morning. Absolutely. You so know, like 8.30 mor- to is- noon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's they Saturday decided morning. to have a morning bone while they're that's logged right. in to a... <laughs> to- that's and that's a special kind of weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> like if you're zoomed, zoomed into a religious service and you say, hey, it's a good time to have sex. That's a little right, weird. Yeah. I guess. The Judaism was making them very horny <laughs> and they wanted to get it on. Uh, you know what I said to this? Good on them. No, don't do it during a mitzvah while you're on camera. Definitely turn your video off. And the sound, please. No one wants to hear that. But you know what? They're having sex on Saturday morning together. I'm loving Bravo. that relationship. Yes. Don't log in. Don't do it during a no. religious service. That's very strange. You need to shut the computer. Or, you know, it's okay. We, we saw you guys logged in. Close the computer. Or you, you don't even need to. Because that, that can happen. 
people we've known CNN contributors who were touching themselves on camera that have Jeffrey gotten suspended tubing. that are now back on the air. Tubing it. He was tubing it. He was tubing it. Uh, so those behaviors, of course, are crazy and you will get caught. But some of the other behaviors are bizarre because I would never think that people would do this from home. Wearing sunglasses. Who's wearing sunglasses during a Zoom meeting? T. Grant. Really? T. Grant, our sales guy. He yeah. likes to, he's, a, he's a sunglasses indoors sunglasses. Kind of guy. Yeah. It's part of the, does, part of the okay. vibe. Yeah. Leaving the room. I mean, then you're not even in the meeting. Who does that? Leaving the room. Uh, eating a snack. Really? Can we, That one I disagree with. I think you're allowed to eat a snack while you're on a Zoom meeting. Because even in a real meeting, sometimes you might bring your water bottle or yeah. a cup of coffee or maybe a little nosh. I'm unless, fine with that. Yeah, unless you say, okay, this is a very serious meeting. I know you guys, this is lunch hour, but let's st- wait. Different. Put off the lunch until we're done here. Yeah, but yeah, I've got no problem with people taking a bite to eat. Well, that's what I think with all of these is there's so many different types of meetings. If you're having like a formal sales meeting with a specific agenda and you have all Mm -hmm. of these people that need to stay on a tight timeline, like, yes, you are dressed properly, sitting up straight, like everything's perfect. But if it's like a, a... an hour-long check-in you do with your team every day, like yeah. that's a very different, different scenario. Correct. And like what we're doing, you were saying you're breaking the rule. Well, we're like we're on a Zoom call right now, just because that's what we do during our show. But this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't a meeting. It's not a like, formal no, meeting. No, no, mm-hmm. the rules don't apply. No, and I do behave like a regular person, like a normal human who knows how to behave. Like when I have. You know, meetings with Beat Match and MDP or Leukemia Lymphoma Society or our clients actually put on clothes. It's just you guys, so. I'm fine. Although you did, but was that Monday or what? The day where you took off your sweatshirt, and you just kind of had your tank top on. Oh well, I was really again. I, I had health issues. But I, you, no, I know, but you had to. But then you stood up. You stood up, and oh, the, the only part of the screen we saw was uh, from your waist up to your neck. So it was very. Oh, God. I just I was Sorry. like, oh, okay. No, right, it's just totally you guys. Good. Yeah, I'm over it. Right. You know, I'm a mess. But <laughs> let's take a break, Adam. Okay, we will just not discuss my torso anymore that nobody should see anymore. I'm sure I was wearing my pajamas. Um, I have changed my mind about Joe Biden. Hear why next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I've changed my mind, and that happens, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay when we know better, we do better, Maya Angelou, and I I felt that age should not have been such a factor that President Biden was doing an okay job, that it's okay for him to run again, and I am going on record saying that he should pass the baton. Mm. And the only reason I'm doing it, it's not a policy thing, although I wish he'd support Israel a little bit more, even more than he already is. I, I, what I wish is that his mental capacity was more with it. The man is getting older, and I think it's some, and he would be even older if he were elected for the next four years. Um, he's 81. And I know that there are many 81-year-olds that are viable, yep. but I think our current president is forgetting things. Yeah. I think that he is stumbling 
and I think it is time for him to pass the There's baton. overwhelming evidence of that. And you can say all you want, uh, who cares, it's a little slip-up, and yes, I know the other guy uh, also... Is a disaster. Is a disaster, and also has shown signs of cognitive decline. Correct. Should we get you a MAGA Correct. hat right now? I mean, are, do you want me to bring one over Absolutely today? Absolutely not. Or? No, I'm not voting for Donald Trump, but I, I wish that President Biden would say, okay, it's going to be... This is my predecessor. I wish, yes. honestly, like I wish he'd pick somebody. I don't I, know if it's going to be Kamala. She's been a little absent. I don't yeah, know if, if Dean yep. Phillips. Yeah, I, is Dean Phillips the person who? I don't know. He seems a little inexperienced. Not that Gavin anybody Newsom. has experience being the president. Gavin. Gavin again, I feel like we should at this point in the race, he should say, I- "I'm passing the baton because I really believe yes. in this person." And um, and there's evidence, and, and it's the speeches that I've been listening to. Again, this isn't about policy, and David has a couple of clips yep. of where Joe Biden has really screwed up. Go ahead, David. There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. There's some movement, there's been a response from the opposition, but, um, it, uh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. From Hamas. Yes. But it seems to be uh, a little over the top. See, he, he forgot Hamas, yeah. this terrorist organization that is murderous. And uh, you have to kind of know that stuff. Like, Adam, you've done public speaking. I've done public speaking. When you're public speaking, you, you're not only prepared, but you also have some adrenaline going. You know, you, you know you're passionate. You... And you may have, maybe have notes. And the fact that we're seeing some of this, it, it's not very presidential. And let me say this, too. We, we put oh, too much emphasis on great public speakers, too. I mean, we all know, mm-hmm. like, Obama, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. great orators. Orators. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Donald Trump, not really. I mean, Donald Trump just kind of rambles. Uh, George W. Bush, obviously not a great or- So you don't, that's not a requirement of the job. I think it mm-hmm. it makes you more appealing, but still, mm-hmm. there's a difference between screwing up or just not being a great orator. Look, just look, go four years ago, five years ago, when he was running for president. Look at videos of Joe Biden it's and different. look at him now. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. And again, I said this from the beginning, Joe, you di- you were mm-hmm. the right man for the right time. There's nothing, yes. there, you, no, re- no reason to be ashamed for the four years that you've been president. We needed mm-hmm. you in 2020. And say, you know what? I'm stepping aside. I, I thought if, if he would have done that months ago, I think this would have been a much mm-hmm. different race, including for the Republicans, because I don't think Donald Trump is leading the Republican Party. Had there been a new Democratic nominee, someone who would have been a strong candidate, and I think that Republicans would have had a come-to-Jesus meeting saying, okay, we cannot win with this guy. They mm-hmm. should not be able to win with Donald Trump. He continues to lose. He's lost every election since he won in 2016. He loses every court case that he's been in. He's got so many uh, indictments against him that how is it even possible that he mm-hmm. is neck-and-neck neck, or in some cases above Joe Biden in critical swing states. And I'm telling you, if the election were today, he would win the presidency again with Donald Trump. And the, I listened to it this morning. Uh, Tina Smith was on with Vanita. Uh, Amy Klobuchar on with Vanita yesterday. They've been asked and asked about this, and they play this game. Oh, he's fine. I talked to him on the phone. He, he remembered my name. I mean, that's... Oh, God. Honestly, it's oh, like, God. just can't we be honest and truthful and say... 
That's why I applaud Dean Phillips. Uh, I know p- many people criticizing Dean, and I don't think Dean had a snowball snowball's chance in hell mm-hmm. of becoming the Democratic mm-hmm. nominee. But I think he said he saw the writing on the wall, which these other folks won't admit in public. And Dean has said that he's like the same people who go on camera saying, "Oh, I support Joe Biden all the way," in in private are saying, "Yeah, that's this. Oh, we should have done something else." So welcome aboard. I don't know what that means because, like you, right? Like we have a new problem now. <laughs> we have to find somebody else. Right, and it's it. It seems too late. I just, it just feels like we're on this train and there's no stopping it. And that's sad. But I, I have turned the other cheek. I have decided that he's not the right guy for the job. And I appreciate his hard work. And it, this isn't about policy. This is about right. mental acuity and just being you're the president of the united states you have to really be at the top of your game and i think it's time okay let me ask you this uh if all things if we're if in if this is november i forget the date of the actual election but it's no uh november whatever you go into the voting booth and it's joe biden and donald trump and a list of other third-party candidates who are you oh well i couldn't for? vote for donald trump right. i think he would be a danger but joe biden would get democracy. your vote see <sighs> Um, I th- okay, I'll just be totally honest. Yep. I think he would have to. Mm-hmm. And and then, I mean, I, I think he would have to. And then it's, I'm assuming at some point during those next four years, he, a doctor would say he's no longer fit. He has to step down. And whoever is his president, again, this isn't about policy for me. I think he, w- he may have to step down and then his vice president would take over. Jor, I'm curious when you? You cha- when you change your tune or what convinced you that this is true. Because as soon as just a couple of months ago, you were saying, oh, I know he's old, he's but right. you still were in full yeah. support of Joe Biden. And that has changed. Because now. it was that soundbite you just played. And play another one, uh, David. You have more yeah. where he screws up. The he French up president. president of France. Yep. Listen to France. this one. Yeah, exactly. Right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. I was in, I was in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, what, why, how, how long are you back for? <laughs> okay. It's not Mitterrand. It's Emmanuel Macron. And by the and way, Francois, Mitter- Francois Mitterrand, who he's refer- referencing... Uh, mm-hmm. was president of France from 1981 to 1995, and he died in 1996. So it's not like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, if this were one a one-off, this would be picking on him. Like, oh, give me a break. But it's there, there, there's ample evidence here. There just is. And uh, to my question, I know you're going to ask me, who would I vote for? I don't know. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not Donald Trump, but I'm not... Uh, but And somebody's texting us. Don't be stupid. Uh, it's ridiculous to talk about Joe Biden stepping down at this point. If you have a responsibility to make sure that Trump does not win, you need to support Biden now. Don't be stupid. I would argue that should be – that you could point that argument to the Democrats because if you have to beat Donald Trump again and the writing has mm-hmm. been on the wall that you couldn't get people together and say, Joe, we love you. You've done a great service to this country, a remarkable career of service for the good of the country. Uh, let's pass the baton and make sure that Donald Trump doesn't get elected again. Mm-hmm. And I, and look, I said I would vote that way, you know, to this texture. I understand that Donald Trump is a danger. Uh, 
but again, I would also hope that if he did get elected, he would then, I know that's the bait and switch, and I would feel, I don't know, I, maybe I, I wouldn't feel betrayed. I'd feel better if he passed the baton to somebody else or said, medically, I can't serve anymore. Uh, it's going to my mm-hmm. vice president. Yep. I don't know. That's This is a tough, I think this is a challenge for our country. This is a... <laughs> strange dilemma to have but i wanted to tell everybody because i have been supporting him and these sound bites because i can hear the i'm not saying he's got dementia or alzheimer's but i can hear the age i forget things i shouldn't be president okay so i can hear it in his voice and and in his speeches and i've changed my mind and it's okay to change yours in in any way whether you feel that about your uh, a different candidate from a different party I think it's okay to change our minds when we learn more. So um, thanks for letting me Bravo. share that. 951, uh, we'll react to some of your texts coming in, and uh, we'll uh, preview the next hour coming up. Uh, 954, that is your Lindis Construction time check. The great folks at Lindis Construction, Andy and the gang there, get 50% off installation labor on Infinity from Marvin Windows. They'll be happy to report I did not have a panic attack on the drive into work today. My wife texted me. She's like, did you make it into work okay? And I was like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was just a little rain. She's like, no, I'm talking about, did you have a, pa-? no, I did not have a panic attack. She was very upset with me yesterday that I did not I tell her about it. And I, I just didn't, I was going to tell her. I just didn't think it was that, that important to tell her right away. Didn't want to. You know, I get that. But hearing it on the radio, on she's the, probably I, like, um, totally hello, I'm your wife. I get that. <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't appreciate, and I'm sure you feel the same way. I don't appreciate all the time about just off the cuff, you know, we're on the air and we're talking yeah, just right. like a conversation. Sometimes I say things right. about my life and sometimes she's like, I would, didn't think that was for public consumption. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jen. It uh, is. Uh, you feel the I same know, way, poor right? Mark. Uh, you, he gets that all yes. the time. Mark's friends are like, did you hear what she said about you on the radio? And I'm like, oh. I think Mark sorry. likes that. Mark seems like the kind of guy, though, he yeah. likes to be talked about on the radio. He, he, he's fine with it, mostly, except when I make fun of the dishwasher loading. But that's okay. That's his disease. Or, um, or when you're but, telling us he was weeping openly at uh, the uh, oh, <laughs> the greatest night of pop. So sweet. <laughs> but that was so sweet. He cries at beautiful music. I kind of love that about him. Yeah. So do I. You guys cry. I cried, too. I teared up. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have um, a fun show uh, set up. We have a, a couple of interesting guests. Also, we want to know if you think that there should be grocery stores in malls. Mm. I think that is a fascinating idea and a very cool art exhibit at the Weisman Art Museum. I cannot wait to hear more about this exhibit. Diane Mullen from the Weisman Art Museum is going to be joining us at 1035 in just about a half an hour. The other four, it's called, and it reflects on the other senses, except visual. You know, we think of art usually being visual. Uh, This takes it to a a new level. Other four senses. Excited. I do have some questions. And Joe Lindsley from Ukraine is going to be joining us live from Ukraine. Obviously, Ukraine was the the aid was voted down. Uh, We want to hear his thoughts about that. We haven't checked in with him in a while. So Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin. Want to get Joe's thoughts. Joe obviously used to work Mm -hmm. for Fox News. And uh, Joe Roger Ailes specifically, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to get his thoughts about what the folks in Ukraine are thinking as Tucker Carlson interviews Vladimir Putin. But we got quick takes up next. There's rumors about cheat codes for crosswalks in Minneapolis. Also, Coca-Cola trying to spice things up with their new permanent flavor in years. Oi. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.